The culture knows the holiday of Easter as that of decorating eggs, bunnies, and springtime. So some say that the history and the origins of Easter are pagan. Does that mean we as Christians should or should not celebrate that holiday? Let's see what the Bible says about that. Hey, welcome to our podcast. I'm so glad you clicked to watch. If you would go ahead and like or comment, if you have any questions or thoughts, that would be awesome. It would help us uh, and subscribe to our channel. We release podcasts every week. Yeah. So we're excited to have Dr. Jeffrey Seif with us today. Always yeah. glad to have him as part of our uh, our podcast. And Jeff has uh, a rich history and a set of experiences that um, make him the expert to have at the table today. So, yeah. <laughs> man, we've 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 listed some of his. Uh, Experiences. I'll go ahead and do some of that again today. He has uh, he's a missionary with the American Board of Missions to the Jews, a, a theological ministry professor for 27 years. It's a long time. That's awesome. Project manager for the Messianic Jewish Bible Translation. Police officer uh, has a, a doctorate in or working on a doctorate. You've got the doctorate in. Yeah, I, I graduated Southern Methodist University with a doctorate in theology and ministry. Yes. And I'm and a then doctoral we'll... student as well at Cambridge University yeah. in England. Yeah, I just graduated with a master's. Yeah, I took a master's. That's right. That's, that's what it was. That's what it was. criminology from yes. Cambridge. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're a pastor in, in a congregation in Arlington today. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a Messianic Jewish congregation. It meets on Friday nights. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, married to your wife, Barry, and an active member in our church. We are extremely fortunate and blessed to have him here yeah. in our church. Oh, I'm fortunate and blessed to have such a cool church around the corner. <laughs> well, <laughs> we are grateful. So uh, because of his experiences and knowledge, uh, he's the he's the perfect guy to have at the table today. As we talk about uh, the history uh, of Easter and uh, the Passover season and what this means to us as believers today and whether or not we should celebrate Easter. I know that mm-hmm. that question arises for a lot of Christians, you know, is that is it a pagan holiday? If it is a pagan holiday, should we not uh, have anything to do with it? What should we do? Is it okay to have Easter eggs? Is it okay to have Easter bunnies? Is it okay to say Easter or not? What do we do with all of yeah. this? So, I thought we would start um let's start before Easter. Let's let's go back to this season from a Jewish perspective. This is uh this is why it's great to have Jeff at the table today. So, Help us understand this Passover season. What are we? Why are we? Why is this so special for the Jewish mindset? Of course, to begin with, but for all of us as believers. Well, Passover is a spring holiday. Of course, the, the, if you're an agrarian, the earth is coming back to life mm. after after a cold winter. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, you know the warmer weather and the spring rains come. And uh, um, in, in biblical literature, the month of Nisan is also uh, the season when Israel came back to life as a nation state. Mm. Uh, they were waylaid in Egypt for hundreds of years, uh, bound up in slavery, and and the Lord brought about a great deliverance mm. through Moshe Rabbeinu Moses. Uh, they were extricated from bondage and made their way into freedom at this time of life, okay. mm-hmm. the, the Easter season. So Yes, all right. All right, and so then the Passover celebration comes out of that, and that and still celebrated today in Jewish congregations and yeah, and with Jesus too. You yeah, know, for a moment, never mind Easter when he came back to life. The last yeah. thing he did, the Last Supper, was mm-hmm. it was a Jewish Passover meal that, mm. that his his own death correlated uh, with uh, when the Passover lambs were uh, were slain, mm-hmm. uh, which brought about the great deliverance 
Yeah. Uh, the spot, the, and, and then of course you go three days out and then the resurrection. But, uh, yeah. so the, the, they're, they're kind of bound up together in biblical literature, the death, burial and the resurrection correlate with Jewish holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for you as a messianic Jew, uh, this is even more significant. What does, what does this time of year look like for you and your church as you celebrate? Well, we'll do a Passover Seder actually, a, okay. a meal, um, where uh, we're still very much keyed to the rhythms of Jewish social life. Mm-hmm. I, I understand myself to build, still be Jewish socially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of practicing Judaism, conventionally speaking, I, I, I'm somewhat disengaged from that. But yeah. nevertheless, uh, the rhythms of Jewish social life and holidays and what have you resonate with me and with us. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have the the, the Passover meal, and uh, but then we'll we'll we'll, we'll kind of walk through that. Uh, with a way of attaching it to the Jesus story. Mm, so nice. Yeah. That's there. Very cool. Jesus as the fulfillment of yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. So when we come down to the idea and the celebration of Easter then today. Um, tell us about your understanding of the history of that name and the practices that we have today. What's your understanding of where this comes from? Well, first of all, that, that Christianity is an Easter religion. Mm-hmm. And uh, when believers uh, they used to celebrate Easter every Sunday on the first day of the week. Yeah. When, you know, <clears throat> yeah. that, that you're looking at a community that gathers yeah. together around the memory of a resurrected Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of remembering the death, the burial, and the resurrection very deliberately, the Lord's Supper used to be much more of a staple fixture on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. And therein, individuals are reminded of the death and then the resurrection, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in terms of that, it, it's... Uh, um, it was a weekly event in the early church. They Easter meant something to, yeah. to remember the actual time, right? Not just to keep a weekly memory alive, but mm-hmm. to remember the time. So uh, the church was interested in you know when the Jews are calculating the Passover mm. in order to then figure after that in order to do an annual celebration. Mm-hmm. So it it always meant something before it was called Easter. Yeah, yeah. so called yeah. be- be- before. Um, you know the the holiday takes on bunnies and right. and yeah. all the rest. Still, mm-hmm. you know there there was an interest in in, in wanting to single out a special day. Yeah. Christmas yeah. wasn't mm-hmm. on the menu. Yeah, right. The, the story of baby Jesus. Yeah, uh, didn't get the kind of traction as the story of a resurrected Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in terms of trying to work out structurally annually to celebrate. The resurrection was there earlier, centuries before the Christmas story. Mm. So what about some of the research that's come out? And many Christians maybe have even read these these studies that say that Easter comes from worship of Ishtar and comes from uh, a goddess of war and fertility and sex and or uh, Eoster in the 8th century, a goddess. Uh, that is that is worshipped even around the time of the Passover. So you got this. I don't know. Is it does it predate the Easter or the the resurrection story and the yeah. Passover story? Does it come in? Does it get co opted? What? Yeah. What about all of that? What's your understanding from history of those those stories and the connection of Easter to them? Well, the early believers gathered together to remember the resurrected Lord, and there was a, an, an annual recapping of that story, having mm-hmm. nothing to do with anything that you just described. Yeah. Now, as the movement develops and it's it's grown beyond Israel's borders, we're in Europe, 
which which had a very rich pagan history. Mm-hmm. The Romans, uh, Roman civilization w- w- was very. Um, uh, they synthesized all kinds of religions and ideas, mm-hmm. and paganism was <clears throat> ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. And and so the Jesus story is spreading, and individuals are coming to faith from a pagan background. Right? Um, are there ways that the churchmen in looking to articulate the story? to speak to the sensibilities mm. and the pre-existing thought processes of these new converts. Do they kind of dust off some of these old pagan things and baptize them and give them a Christian <laughs> telling? Yeah. I, I would say yes. Uh-huh. I mean, that 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 does happen. And right. I'm sympathetic toward it in the sense that uh, you're looking at people that don't have biblical knowledge to speak of. They don't have access to books. Mm. If you're in 800 yeah. A.D., you know the the printing press isn't invented for seven hundred plus yeah. more years, yeah. and and people are illiterate, and mm-hmm. you you want to be able to articulate it. Mm-hmm. Do they use things that are pre-existing in culture, sanitize them to tell the Jesus yeah. story? Uh, that that happens, but with that, uh, nevertheless, the, the the story of celebrating the the the, the resurrected Lord right. pre-exists all of that. Yeah, That's true. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is 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 this is that a bad thing though? Basically, you know, like because that's I think most people are gonna have that concern. Is oh well, you're taking a worldly thing and you're trying to put Jesus into this worldly thing and explain it. Uh, Fifty years ago, you would have never done a broadcast with with, with the lead moderator wearing a <laughs> denim jacket and the guy to his left wearing a black t shirt. That's true. Yeah. Okay, now now the now Elon Musk goes with black shirts and yeah. black t shirts. Yeah. So we're kind of cool. Uh-huh. So did Bill Jobs, and we're yeah. looking to be modern. Your haircut wouldn't have been acceptable. Never yeah. mind beards. True. It's true. I mean, there is a sense in which um, we're, we're, there's a reason why vertical church. Is, is is being successful and at reaching a younger set. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a sense in which we're all trying to figure out what does it mean to be in this world but not of the world. Yeah. We want to present the Christian story in a way that's contemporary, creative, and credible. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so there's a exactly. sense in which we use art and language yes. that speaks to the sensibility of our host culture. If we can do it yeah. in 2023, why can't people do it in 823? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's true. Great. That's, That's true. Point. So should we, should we as Christians, are we okay with using bunnies and Easter eggs and saying the word Easter? I mean, should we are feel- Are we worshiping Ishtar? Or no? <laughs> should, we, should we feel bad about that? Hide that? Not hide that? What? <laughs> I think people need to make decisions in their own mind, what they do, what want to do with their own families. I mean, yeah. the, the leadership of vertical church is going to make executive decisions about what they want to do with the church, right. but then people are at liberty to decide what they want to take home and how they want to do it. Sure. Yeah, uh, some definitely. people, if their conscience offends them, I would suggest they not do that. Correct. Find some other way to tell the story. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think what people are really trying to do with all that is build memories for the children that yeah. somehow that in the children's yeah. mind's eye, you know, there's, there's a kind of magic and mystery and awe mm-hmm. about a season yeah. with a the hope then as they grow up and make their journey through life, they'll want to revisit that and yeah. pass those traditions on with their family. If, if, if some people have other ways to do it, do it, yeah. but yeah. the doing of the it 
to me, <laughs> I don't know to what extent we want to legislate that to people. Yeah, not at all. We want to free people. As in the yeah. New Testament, they say, uh, you know, one of you honors one day above another. There should be there should be grace for that within the body of mm-hmm. Christ. Let every man be convinced in his own mind about yeah. how he worships and how he lives out his faith. Yeah, of course, the problem is, is a lot of people come to opinions and they're not graciously inclined toward others that think a little differently. <laughs> yeah. And therein is, is the tension of pastoring, a coalition of a lot of people with a lot of different ideas. Better that we let... Whatever we decide, we should decide that being loving toward one another yes. and giving one, yes. giving each other liberty should come first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, for me, with that said, I'm not really big on Easter. You know, yeah. it, it, it's uh, you know the bunnies and all that. Uh, it doesn't really light my candle. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you I'm and Barry more, don't do an Easter egg no, hunt in no, your no, house. No, no, no. I'm more inclined. <laughs> I'm more inclined to tolerate the season than embrace it. Yeah. Okay. In part because for me, it it, it juxtaposes it butts right up against the Passover season. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and. Uh, when looking at it from an Old Testament perspective, yeah, um, you know, in as much as Jesus' death correlates with Passover, his burial correlates with a holiday that comes right after unleavened bread, and his rising on the third day correlates with first fruits. Mm. Uh, and so th- there is an Older Testament way that resonates yeah. with me to relive that story. Yeah. Yes. And with that said, for me. Uh, of course, I didn't grow up with Easter bunnies and all the rest, right. so I don't have an emotional attachment to it that's part right. of my culture. Philosophically or theologically, I'm a little more tethered yeah. to an Older Testament yeah. explication, mm-hmm. unpacking of it. But with all that said, my Christian virtue beckons me to be very gracious and very kind. I'm yeah. glad people, yeah. uh, not everyone comes from my world, and I'm glad people that coming from their own variant worlds are wanting to remember Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, Definitely. so from your perspective, Easter mm, maybe even is not even given the greater credibility of what this season should be. It almost cheapens it maybe maybe mm-hmm. just eggs and bunnies are not really telling the story yeah mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't even want to say that that yeah. they do if you're looking at a season that 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 has rootage in the world coming back to life yeah, yeah. you know it, the fall comes the winter comes and then the rains come and there's new life forms yeah the, the whole thing of the bunny and rabbits and eggs it speaks of life and fertility and yeah, what have sure. you and yeah. uh, so it kind of speaks to that message yeah. And, uh, you know, ancients did acquire new clothing on Easter as well. Mm. That season of, you know, coming back to life. And uh, so, the, you know, the symbols of that, the mm-hmm. bunny, the eggs mm-hmm. and the like speak to that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not calling off the Easter egg hunt if that's no. what we have <laughs> No, you're actually the deciding factor in this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, you know, I'm I mean, kidding. you know, just, just you, you we, we, the, the story of Jesus coming back to life is so significant because yeah. so many of us are living in death, and it lets us know not just that we have life after death, but we can yeah. come back to life before death. Yeah. Yes. and to find ways to communicate that story to moderns yeah. uh, is a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is absolutely. I, so I hear what you're saying is then, I think this is our our philosophy as well is that this is. What the culture knows today is Easter. Yeah, they don't know. At least this area doesn't know as much about Passover, Passover. and yeah. first fruits and all. Yeah, you they start explaining the the seasons and the feasts and all that stuff, and people are just like, "Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, I don't know. yeah. they just don't know that." Yeah. They, uh-huh. Should they know that? Yes, yeah. that would be that'd be awesome for them to know. But what yeah. they do know are bunnies and eggs. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we can meet them with bunnies and eggs and Easter. Yeah. Then we can tell them the real meaning of the story yeah. of Easter mm-hmm. and, and Bingo. the resurrection. Yeah. Bingo. And there it is. You know, there are people they are going to go, 
Well, honey, you know, uh, it's Easter time. Where do you want to go to church? There's that place, the vertical. I, yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. it's, and I'm not trying to mock an accent or no, someone yeah. that would conceivably no, speak that's, that way. That's my favorite but there are thing people, to do. they're going to say, well, you know, what do you want to do for Easter? Yes. And um, it's going to bring them yeah. you know, to, to come and experience something. And yeah. uh, of yeah. course, the, the question for every minister isn't who's coming to Easter. You know, you'll have a big crowd. Who's yeah. coming next week? Yeah. I mean, there's exactly. the opportunity to make a friend. Yeah. yeah. Who wants Absolutely. to pass that up? I yeah. don't. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Because so if we put on our sign or our social media and announce, hey, it's first fruit celebration. <laughs> We're going, like, what? Is that like farmer's market or what yeah. is that? That's what yeah. this culture around here would yeah, think. They don't, exactly. they don't, would not understand. I think of first Mondays in camp or something <laughs> like that, right. you know? So yeah, that's, that's great insight. And that is what we want to do. We want to communicate mm-hmm. the real meaning of this season. Um, and, and I think that's Paul's genius, by the way. Now, mm-hmm. Paul himself was an Orthodox Jewish rabbi who came to faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, in Judea, people were very comfortable living and functioning as Jews, Jewish mm-hmm. believers in Jesus. Right. But part of his genius, as he's expanding the gospel beyond Israel's borders, he didn't feel the need to impose mm-hmm. those structures and ways on individuals yeah. that come from other cultures. And yeah. he let them kind of develop their own ways of expressing what it means to be Christian. That's mm-hmm. true. And even using their methods to communicate the gospel. Even yeah. the way he communicates it, when Paul says we we don't box aim against the wind, yeah. yes. run the race, yeah. the fiery darts of the devil, he's yeah. using Greek yeah. Roman athletic competition yeah. Yeah. to tell the story, which Jews yeah. wouldn't have appreciated at all yeah. in Judea. Mm. Wow. Uh, but there's a sense in which when he talks about put on the helmet of salvation, yeah. you know, the the, the shield the, of faith, yeah. the breast, he's using the accoutrements of the Roman occupying army wow. uh, to, to, and he's embellishing it with a, yeah. with a religious point. Yeah. Wow. Jews in Judea wouldn't have appreciated that, no. but in the Greco-Roman world, they, they, they love the military mm. yeah. and he uses military language he uses sports. Wow. There's a way that you're, you're, you're trying, you're competing yeah. Yeah. To, to get uh, the story into the hearts and minds of people. That's yeah. good. That's Definitely. what you do. Yeah. Exactly. In, in fact, I guess Jews might have even been incredibly offended, offended by that. You're cheapening it. That you're using Roman stories and pictures and metaphors to communicate the gospel. They, yes. They, in fact, they cried foul. If you look at Paul's letters, uh, the, the, I, I just finished a commentary on Corinthians that, mm. that's coming out in a week. And uh, I'm a professor of New Testament. In fact, yeah. when I leave here, I have to go give, give a lecture, uh, introduction to uh, uh, Paul's early writings. If you yeah. look at Paul's writings, uh, they're precipitated by exigent circumstances. The problem, mm. there's a pressure, and the, 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 the response to it is a letter. Mm. And a lot of it is people critiquing Critiquing him. Wow. Who do you think you are? You're rearranging the furniture. Right. What do you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. That's Very true. interesting. It's a challenge. It always has been to communicate timeless truth, eternal truths to people who are not eternal and timeless yet in their hearts. Mm-hmm. And so you have to use language and you use stories and you use what they know to communicate. Yeah, and, and we do that without compromise, uh, without compromising the truth. Yeah. We might use. Uh, message. We might use formats that communicate that message, uh, and that's what we attempt to do in, yeah. our, in our modern world. Today. Yeah. When the piano was first introduced in a church, it was a scandal, and mm. Silent Night was not well received. <laughs> that it, it sounds strange to say it, yeah, but it's yeah. true. Yeah. That uh, 
you know, that we, we tend to be resistant to, to innovation. Innovation causes confrontation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and um, people tend to kind of, you know, just kind of crystallize in their traditions. But yeah. the yeah. world changes, new generations yeah. come. Cultures, all that. And yeah. we have to, on the one hand, reach out to the newer generations, but still keep us older folk like me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to keep, keep the truth, the truth. Yeah, and, exactly. And, but want to use as many creative and yeah. contemporary formats for communicating that truth. Yeah. And if it reaches someone, uh, as long as we're not compromising the truth, then it seems to be a valid format from when yeah. I read the New Testament yeah. you know, from your examples today. Yeah, so, absolutely. That's good. Um, so sum up for us then, the what is this message of this season? What is this? What does this mean for us as believers? Well, you know, I think, that you know the story of Jesus coming back to life mm. uh, is 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 extremely important mm-hmm. in part because it lets us know that uh, that's our future as well. Uh, yeah. But for us, you know, people like me can be interested in life after death because I know most of my life has already been lived. Mm. I'm 67. Wow, and, and I know I'm somewhere between going, going, and gone. Yeah. So the, so the. <laughs> You know, the, the, the whole idea of, of life after death, mm-hmm. um, it, it takes on a little special meaning because people I know are dying yeah. mm-hmm. and have died, and I know I'm yeah. following in reasonably short order, though yeah. thank, thankfully myself and my wife are happy. Yeah. But with that said, through its generation, yeah. maybe the, there's less interest in life after death as much as is there life before death? Right. Mm-hmm. Is there something about the Jesus story that can bring me back to life from yeah. rebounding, from addictions, yeah. from, from, from shipwrecks in, in life? Yeah. And I think the whole story... Uh, of, of, of coming back to life needs to be heralded. Mm-hmm. At yeah. the end of the day, uh, that's what we do. Yeah. In him was life, and life was the light of men, yeah. and light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Right. That's yeah. our story. Yeah. Exactly. And even if someone disagrees, you go, okay, listen, Sife, I hear your point, Brian. <laughs> I think you're still selling out. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and even even if you're not convinced to be a little more gracious, yeah. mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> then then just take a deep breath and you know get through this season with us <laughs> and realize that at the end of the day, yeah, uh, we're we're just looking to to let the world know that they can find life in Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And if and if they lean toward attending a church service on Easter Sunday more so than they would any other time of the year, we're going to lean into that. Yeah. We're not going to uh, condemn them for it. We're not yeah. going to mock them for it. Yeah. We're going to lean into that and know. This is our opportunity. We have the greatest message on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we proclaim that there is life in Jesus Christ, that he is the resurrection, the life, and, yeah. and and though you were dead and though you die, you will live in him. So that is our message. And man, we want to shout that. And yeah. if we know there's a day when poor people are more likely to yeah. come. Why, why would we not make that the biggest day? Exactly. And so, again, like you're saying, make the connections and make the friendships and invite people on this day, all that stuff. Because that's in the culture, that's what people do on Easter Sunday. You yeah. know, like we see that here at Vertical. You look at the numbers and <clears throat> every year, whoop, you know, the yep. numbers go way up for Easter mm-hmm. and they may fall off the next week, but why would we not go all in on that? Yeah. Yeah. So I can I can hide Easter eggs with my grandkids and be okay about it. <laughs> You know, just another thing, and, and it's an aside just about food. If you look at Jesus, um, he stages events mm. where um, 
you know, he, he did a lot of what he did around food moments, mm. multiplying fish and bread. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's satisfying an appetite. Of course, they're going to be hungry the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a sense in which people are gathering together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he's using that to mm-hmm. tell another story. Now, in John chapter six, you know, thousands gather. Then he starts talking and then no yeah. one shows up to church the next week because <laughs> they don't like what he had to say. But still, he's he's staging events. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow, that's a really great um, that, point. You yeah. know, if 5,000 show up, you know, if... You know, four thousand nine hundred leave. At least you got a hundred new friends. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and uh, that's just the way the game is played. That's Absolutely. true. Man, yeah, so that's good. Great, man. Well, thank you, Doctor Sai, for yeah. your input today yes, and insight definitely. in all this. And it's helpful as we go into this season. Uh, we keep the message, the message, mm-hmm. and uh, we use the tools of our day to communicate that message to mm-hmm. a world in need that it, that is dying and is dead and in need of resurrection. To know that they can walk in life today, in spite of their past, in spite of their sins, there is there is forgiveness and redemption through Jesus Christ. That is the message. So. Uh, thank you for being well, with us today. Yeah. And uh, thank you all for listening and being part of our podcast today. Like, share, subscribe, all of that. Yeah. And um, we will keep lifting them up and living them out.